Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the Playing Out from the Back podcast. I'm your host, Sam on a weekly basis, I'll be joined by my fellow hosts, Aaron and Mo. We'll be discussing the latest news around the Tokyo world with zero filter. Be sure to like, subscribe, and follow us on the usual social media platforms. Thanks for tuning in. Yes, yes, we are back um, for another episode, guys. Um, today it is a new. Numero deux, should we say? Me and uh, <laughs> me and Mo talking you through uh, week one. Um, I think we left Aaron somewhere um, near Brentford. I think he's he hasn't he hasn't made it back yet. Um, but uh, Mo, how are you, mate? I'm alright. I think Aaron's standing on that flyover overlooking the stadium <laughs> in Brentford, just standing on there. That was last last place scene. Um, but yeah, man, I'm all right. Week uh, week one of the season. Um, I'm chuffed that the league's back, to be honest. Um, and so much going on. So much going on, on the pitch, off the pitch. Um, so really excited to do this podcast today, to be honest. Yeah, I think we'll, we'll, we'll start with just a bit of a, you know, things that stood out to, to us, I suppose, from, from week one. I think obviously um, I've saw some some craziness from Allison. Um I saw Salah once again score on opening day. I think they said it's the first player to do it. Is it five five five, on, five the on the bounce, yeah. Yeah. Once Unreal. with a hat trick as well. Mental. Unreal. Also, but Norwich must just hate Liverpool. No, <laughs> just hate if it's not it's Salah like, Suarez, yeah. It, yeah, Suarez. I know. Oh my god. Yeah, Jesus. Like they must have thought, okay, this guy's gone finally. But yeah, now it's you got Salah turning up and just Liverpool as a, as a whole just just batter Norwich every time. Um, obviously, Ch- Chelsea got the result um, without Lukaku. God help us this week. See how that, what that's going to, if that's just going to add the, the, the firepower to already um, an extensive sort of uh, attacking options there at, at Chelsea. 
Um, but yeah, obviously Arsenal. Yes, I can, it was toothless, wasn't it? But um, what what was uh, what were your takes from from week one, mate? Obviously, I know it sounds like you're obviously glad to have football back, which I'm sure everyone is. Sort of win or lose for Arsenal, it was just nice to have it back. But um, anything that stood out to you? Um, no, you know, disappointed, uh, disappointed, obviously with Arsenal. Um, Manchester United made a good start in a tough game. Um, you know, my, my views on Leeds and the 5-1 that Leeds lost means nothing because, you know, next next game they'll just come back and they'll be the same and, you know, they'll be all right this season. Um, you know, they have the odd game where they ship a few goals. Uh, Chelsea looked very strong. Um, uh, I've tipped them, obviously, for the title and... I think at this stage only only Harry Kane joining Man City would change my mind. Um, uh, yeah, only Harry Kane joining Man City could could change my mind. I'd say. Um, Do you think City after that after that game watching them against Tottenham any cause for concern in the area? Mate, let me tell you something here about this. It's it's been frustrating me, and I've even got on Twitter about this. Yeah, <laughs> let me tell you about Man City. Yeah. Don't worry about them losing 1-0 away to Spurs yeah, on the first game of the season. Don't worry about that because it's just one game. People are saying they look deflated. They look like they ain't got, they look like they're, you know, they're, they're, they're spent. They look like they ain't got nothing left. They were run out of ideas. No De Bruyne. Yeah. No De Bruyne. Yeah. Like, like, did you see the bench, mate? Yeah. When City get the when City get eventually get the ball rolling in two or three games, and people start getting five each, yeah, then we will start to see what these people say. It doesn't matter whether Harry Kane comes or not. Does not matter when City get into their flow. Foden comes back. Kevin De Bruyne comes back. Walker comes back in. Um, they got Cancelo and Zinchenko on the left back positions. They went with. Ake in the centre-back position. Obviously, he's putting out his fittest players for now. But let me tell these people now, yeah. If you think that after the international break, yeah, City ain't going to come back with it with a vengeance, you're crazy. They've signed Grealish. Forget about them signing Harry Kane, because if they do, that's mental. But they have still signed Grealish. And he's yet to hit his top potential. It's just that I just feel like now, Sam, there's an overreaction to absolutely everything, everything. in football. And yeah, it's so everything. frustrating. Next thing you see, Pep Guardiola, £918 million spent, and he bought, he bought his titles. We've discussed this before, me and you actually, right? When mm. the next manager comes in at Man City, do you think he's going to win 10 titles in his first in his first four seasons? No. If he makes it no. to four seasons. Do you think it will be three Premier Leagues? No, it won't. You have to go and do that. And these people, these detractors, yeah, it's like people just want, they just want to say something about everything. You know what I mean? Even the Brentford game, to a degree, I was disappointed and I'm upset, right? And Arsenal shouldn't be losing away to Brentford. But if Brentford finished fifth this season, for instance, yeah, and I know that's 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 mad, or they finish seventh, say, right? And they mm. go and they, they beat Man City at home, they beat Chelsea at home. Then you look back at this 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 one game in isolation and you think, well, it weren't the end of the world, that result. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, we don't mm-hmm. even know how good Brentford are gonna be in the league. And it's just like Saka Teta, do this, do that. It's just just give it a just give it a minute. Just let everyone breathe. Yeah. And then at least have an opinion. But it's just so frustrating now. 
like the the way fans just jump on everything like the first it's because it's easy it's easy to do and it's easy to then they're like if i put this out i'll get a few likes here and mm. then you know what i mean that's the that's the thing what it comes down to who can have the best bit of banner to get a bit of traction like mm. that that you know that's that's what i see the arsenal result uh, we looked we did look we looked a bit soft through there, like in in the game, that we didn't rise to. We we must have known they were going to rise to the occasion. There's, they haven't had fans in their stadium for for ages. They got a brand new stadium. They haven't had people in there. It's their first game in the Prem. Like, it, you know, they, we we didn't look like we were we rose to the occasion at times. Mm. I think we could have come in and if we played the proper, as we say, Arsenal way, and kept the ball a lot of, a lot of the time. We did, but it it was it was evident that we had a young lad up top. Brad, like I feel for him. I feel I feel like that was that was so unlucky for that to be his first start. Mm. In all honesty, because mm. it was the, the attention wasn't on him in that way. His attention was on him going. You've now got to fill a void of Lacazette and Aubameyang. Plus, mm. there was all, also this overhang of well, where are they? So yeah, there's mm. all these other rumours going on. I'm, not, I'm sure I'm sure he doesn't see probably found reason. out the day before. Day before, well, yeah. He's, you know, he's not he's not got a week to prepare for this. Like and get like you know, get pumped and get all those other little emotions out to settle down into the game. Um, yeah. So I felt for him. And, and to be honest, mate, he, I, I'm not saying, look, listen, yeah, I'm an Arsenal fan. As, as some of the commentators said, who notoriously go against us, that one on him where he gets absolutely knee-chopped, by the way, for what it yeah. means. You know, I've seen that given. Um, yeah. Good yeah. Place. And okay, I, Again, I'm not saying it was. I'm not saying it was a pen. If it was, if it was given a pen, I don't think people would have argued about it. You know, I, I think I, I think I prefer the way they've gone gone about it this season. Letting yeah, things go, so. and and I know that last season that would have been a penalty. The follow through would have meant a penalty. Um, but yeah. I just think I, I think for the for the bet, better of, of football, Premier League football, especially that 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 was that wasn't a penny because I, I actually don't agree with it but I definitely take your point that in another day or in another season that that's definitely a penalty um and I, I and going back to that game I, I just think maybe trying to play the Arsenal way in that game was not the right thing to do because of what you said like they were pumped up they were pressing everything they were running like their life depended on it um and that was always red flags for um for trying to play out from the back for trying to do them little moves and little combinations in our own sort of fight in our own third um, i think my, and- my worry was my worry was and this is nothing this isn't me please don't take this as people listening yourself like as a oh he's not against arteta but there was no change yeah no 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 i totally listen you know i'm a a, a, a big big arteta fan but mm. it was the wrong game to adopt what he attempted to adopt mm. with the players he attempted to do it with. Mm-hmm. If so, I mean, I think that was a game where you just say, right, this is Brentford. We've got the quality, match them up, run with them um, and match them up for, you know, what they're doing basically. And then just, just come out with a, with the three points. Do you know what I mean? Rather than trying to implement this passing and, this from the back and 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 again this is another reason why i've got chelsea down for the title because man man city will have this philosophy as well where they will do what they did against spurs no matter what so he'll continue to do that until he gets his players back and eventually they'll pick up a they'll pick up pace and they they might go on a 10 12 15 game 
unbeaten run. That will happen. But what yeah. Chelsea have is the ability to play that way, play short, play short and um, and dominate the ball. But they also have the ability to match these these teams up that will give you these problems. The teams like your Burnleys, the teams like um, your Brentfords, obviously, your teams like your Leicesters at times that will sit in, soak it all up, and then you end up losing 2-0, having dominated the ball. Do you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and, and Man City get caught out on that. And they did early season last season. It's got caught out on that a few times in the early stages. Whereas I think Chelsea are a machine that's just whatever it whatever the situation brings, they have the players to deliver that performance. And adapt. I mean? adapt and adapt. To, yeah. 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 No, I agree. I think that was the thing. It's just, it was like, okay. And then you saw the confusion and frustration. Then he's got his hands out and it's just like, you know, you would, you would look at it and go, we were the um, side that had just been promoted. That was the, that was the feel. That's where I was a little bit, it was a little bit gutless from, from, the performance from what I saw but again I felt for obviously the players that were on the field I'm still not convinced by Mari I, I, I questioned why Holding wasn't there so I'd start to obviously ask those questions because I thought he would have probably adapted to that a little, a little bit yeah. more he, yeah, looks, he just he's off the pace for the Prem not mm. in general I just not in that game I just think in the Prem I just I just don't think he's that comfortable in a free he might get a bit. I, 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 <laughs> but, I think I think I think Mari works better in a game like your Man City's where the other team is looking to play. Do you mm. know what I mean? When he's when he's faced with a with a barrage like like Brentford gave us, I think in them games, you're right, you, you could be right to go with like your Gabriel and your holding and instead of your Ben White and your Mari. Do you see what I mean? Mm. Like I think them yeah. players are more designed for, like you say, a free or a game where the ball's going to be kept on the deck and we're going to try and both teams are going to try and, you know, p- possession-wise, play each other off the pitch. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's it. And again, it was di- disappointing. It doesn't get obviously any easier for Arsenal. We have it uh, Chelsea on, on Sunday. We've obviously added look, Lukaku into, into that as well. And, um, you know, it, that would have been a good challenge to someone like a Gabriel. I think he's got the... Mm. Perfect and strength, yeah. Like it'd be, that'd be, that'd be good for him. Um, like you said, we we identified Chelsea. Obviously, you know, you, you've got them obviously winning the, the title. You know, I've got them, I've got them up there. I think again, obviously, they have a they have a good season. Um, I don't probably see too much more business from them. They are a very smart entity. Um, they've put um, another year's contract onto Bashwai. Um, they've done it with Kennedy to keep the the value of their players. Um, and no doubt they'll go out the door and, and obviously make make their money still. Um, so obviously there's, there's a clever bit of business going there for for players that they definitely can identify to leave. Obviously brought Lukaku in. They knew they needed probably um, that that presence in there. Um, it's sort of clever transfer business at the moment. You're looking at you're looking at Tottenham. Harry Kane is still still there. Mm. Is it a case? Do you, do you see? Oh, I know people are like, is he going to stay? I've heard the arguments about about Levy doesn't need to. He doesn't need to sell him, but he's twenty eight years old. Where if they don't sell him, I'm, I hate bringing Hammer to bring this up. This conversation is probably going to last a little bit longer hopefully, until that window closes. If they don't sell him, another year goes, and you've got a twenty nine year old forwards in in Harry Kane. Where's their next bit of investment? You know, like if they do say value drops, then what are they expecting to be able to bring in more players down the line? Or do you think it 
this will just drag out. It'll be a formality. And yeah. Transfer deadline day is, is done. And yeah. I mean, I, I think if you go to 125, if you're willing to go to 130, you know, uh, they want 160. If you're looking, let's meet in the middle, 140 with add-ons maybe. It's, it's going to get done. I mean, it, Harry Kane wants to play for Manchester City. So... It doesn't really matter what uh, Daniel Levy says. And I know he wants his price. And I think it's fair enough what he's doing. He's asked for something. They're obviously not giving it. So he's playing the waiting game. But eventually, they have to sell him. They will never get this amount of money for him again if they don't sell him. The problem for me and Spurs is, is the replacement. Um, because you look at you look at around and, you know, they want this Vlavic from Fiorentina. Um, and... Like you said in the last podcast, now they know Spurs have a hundred million. All of a sudden, chairman is saying, "Well, if we get a hundred million euros bid, yeah, we'll mm-hmm. um, we'll have a look at it." You know what I mean? Because they know you've got two weeks left till the window closes. You're going to take our best player, which is fine. This is what Fiorentina is saying, but you're going to have to pay for it. Do you know what I mean? And and uh-huh, it's it's uh-huh. just the simple facts. It's Chelsea are playing hard. Uh, sorry, Spurs are playing hardball, but they're going to get played on hardball as well. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So the longer they drag it out, the 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 worse it's making it for them. Unless they seriously have an intention of not selling a player that clearly wants to join another team and doesn't want to play for your team anymore, which mm. I think would be a bit strange. It's not easy to have around the changing room. Um, so I, I, I just you, really don't know. How about this then? Uh, Lewandowski's obviously come out and said he's looking for a new challenge. Um, would you see a bit of business for Tottenham to go, I'll tell you what, let's get pick up the phone call to, to mm, buy it? He just wouldn't go there, would he? He just wouldn't go <laughs> there. He just he wouldn't. Like, if they were in the Champions League, there's a conversation to be had, maybe. Um, he goes there, but I just think... Lewandowski, you're looking at the top top tier, and I just I don't I don't think he goes there. You know, I, I, there's no resale value. It's a lot of money to spend. I would if I was if I was for Lewandowski now. You got I don't even think Man you move for him. I don't think Chelsea move for him. I don't think Man City move for him. Maybe I see him in the Liga. Atletico Madrid, maybe, or Real yeah. Madrid. Um, but at I see him 32, in the Liga. Yeah, I see him in the Liga. He's, at, he's, he's, he can't do it. Can't at, go anywhere else. At age 32, and they're going to be they're, they're going to be talking about Cristiano Ronaldo money now, ain't they? Like Because, you know, top t- ba- potential Ballon d'Or last two seasons. Um, top scorer by a mile. They said a hundred. They said they want a hundred. Hundred, a hundred million. Do you know what I mean? So, for me, I might. I think maybe someone like Atletico, maybe, but I don't even know with them. But I know they'll have a lot. They'll have a few quid in the in the bank. They've been, still been spending some money, so maybe Atletico Madrid. But it's Atletico or Real for him. I don't see him coming to the Premier League, and I don't think Spurs have the pulling power uh, for a player like that at the moment. Unfortunately. Mm, yeah, yeah, no, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not a clever site, that's for sure. I don't know what's going on there. Like the, the people, the people are putting the pound note everywhere. Just it's, <laughs> this is why I look at this. I look at this business. Like I say, it's a hundred million for uh, Lewandowski. Yeah, great. You're going to get 
you might get two years out of him. Yes, he's going to be he's thirty three this season. So what you're going to have him into that time returns thirty five. I'm not sure that's the the investment. And this is where obviously I'm going to touch back on on Arsenal as as, as I will. But the clickbait, the crappy sort of agenda that's out there to sort of divide the Arsenal fans is is, is crazy. You. I remember the years of when it was Wenger and they were going, why don't we spend money? We should be spending this, this and that. And I'm telling you, you could have brought brought anyone, you could have brought someone from Dream Team um, and then they paid like, at the time, 50 million and we would have have all jumped up and down like, yes, we've got someone, we've spent loads of money, no matter who it was. Now we're spending money and putting figures on things. People have got this sudden divide because someone who's never played European football and never even beat Arsenal when they were play, played against us is saying it's a bad sign or it's too expensive. Like, that's what's that's what's happening now. And we're seeing this divide. And if I look at the plan of what we're... I say the plan, but for me, it's obvious. I don't know for, for others, but you look at the ages of the players we've, we've already got. So you look at Saka and Smith-Rowe. You look at the ages of the people we've brought in with um, ben White, Odegaard in there. You look at Tierney, um, Gabriel, you know, Saliba's obviously still on our, on our books. We try to go with Guendouzi. You look at the age profile of what we've brought in. We look at their, even Lakonga, you look at the experience of, they've, they've been captains for their previous teams. They've been captains throughout some of their age groups. They're below the age of 25. If you look at some of the successful teams that have gone and gone and done that, and that, do you know what I hate to say, it, but if you even look previously, look at Tottenham when they've had this, they brought some of the younger players through and then put experience around it. I feel like that's what we're trying to do. It even with Ramsdale. So those prices, a Ramsdale. I mean Ramsdale. Let's not forget Sheffield United paid eighteen and a half. I think it was eighteen and a half, nineteen million for Ramsdale. He's now had added experience. He's gone into the England setup, paying. What they're saying is 30 million, but it sounds like it's a little bit less with add ons. It's going to take it to 30 million. I don't think it's a bad deal. Then, as we touched on, man, I'm sure you're going to go into it. Even if we do spend that money, we've got to go and do it again. But do we go and do that again, that sort of money again, and buy two or three experienced players in around these young players who then have one or two years more of experience? Do we not? Is that not the right way of doing a rebuild rather than doing what we have been doing, getting 28 to 30 plus players, like year old players into, into the team and then no, no value after that? Mate, that's what I, that's what I mean. I mean, the, the signings that we've made this summer, I'm not disappointed with any, any of them. We've, we've spent a lot of money, but we were really in a position where the rebuild needed to start from the bottom because we had we had a, a team with, with with players that were meant to be our best players at their good ages, but they weren't good enough. And we also had old players that were coming to the end of their career. So it's, it was very difficult to navigate. And especially in this window where you can't, where we're struggling to sell players, it was very difficult to navigate a window where you're signing both your youngsters um, for the future um, 
your your players that we needed that we needed anyway, like your left back backup, your goalkeeper backup, as well as going and spending on the big striker that we need and the big um, centre midfield. Do you get what I mean? It was it's it's it, it's going to have to be in a process. I have no problem with the fees that we've played for players paid for players this window because all of the players that we signed this window and for the fees that we signed them and the ages we've signed them at, we will get that money back. You know, like so. So it's not a, it's not a risk to sign Ramsdale as an England international keeper for twenty million because if in three seasons he isn't number one, there will be someone who will want to make him their number one, and they will pay twenty to twenty five million for him. That's mm-hmm. because he's English. It's 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 normal. It's like Ben White. If Ben White goes on to be what people think he will be he will command a similar transfer fee to what we paid for him mm-hmm. because that's just how english players are yeah do you get what 100%. do you get what i'm saying 100%. so so I, I don't i don't i don't get this this narrative around transfer fees all of a sudden it's like all of Od- odegaard's another one 30 million apparently that's too much do you think that's that real madrid tough. are going to let him go for 20 million yeah like, 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 he's 22 years old. He's had an upbringing at Real Madrid. Do you think they're going to let him go to an English team for 20 million? But do you, you get, know what do... the thing is? But people were like, "Oh, we should have spent 70 million on Madison." But it's like, what is Mad? And listen, I like, I rate Madison. I think Madison's a great, great player. And I would, would I've loved to see him in an Arsenal shirt, 100. What has Madison done that Odegaard hasn't? Or should I swap that around and say, what has Madison done? That Odegaard has already achieved at 22. This is it's, 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 just, it's a matter of it's a it's a matter of perception. I'd love I'd love Madison to come to Arsenal, but if you can get o- Odegaard for half the price, does that not mm-hmm. represent better value for money? Is seventy exactly. is seventy million not too much to pay for Madison? And is Odegaard at ho- less than half the price? Is that not a good price to pay for for a person that's grown up at Real Madrid? He's had success in the league. Uh, he came to the Premier League. I didn't see a bedding in period in the Premier League. I saw him get up to speed very quickly. Um, captain of his of his country. Um, in my in my opinion, um, three four years younger than Madison, and with equally, if not more, uh, ceiling. Um, for Madison than 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 Madison. Um, Do you know what I think though? If if we had if we had see last year before we brought him in on loan, if we just went out and bought Odegaard without people seeing, people would have been celebrating. <laughs> it's a strange dynamic, isn't it? It's a I, very honestly, strange. I generally, I generally, I generally think they'd be celebrating it, and they'd be like, oh my god, we got Odegaard, thirty million bargain, 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 because he's been and we've had him a little bit. We've had him. He's on loan. Like and we've we've had him. It's like today it's like old oh, news. Oh, why are we spending thirty million like on that? It's, it's that's how I see it. I just think it's it's just again the fickle fans. It's very very very. But this, I mean, this is this is just this is going across. This is going across all all clubs. I just think that there's a there's just a big thing now where people are just complaining about everything. People just the first opportunity they get, they're complaining. I can't I can't for the life of me work out why. Uh, Erdegaard is not a good transfer at 30, 30 million but then if an English player goes for 60 million 65 million that's seen as 
as fantastic bit. It's just it's strange, but but that's just the way that's just the way football is. And and you're totally right. If we had gone out in January and we needed a creative player and we bought Erdegaard for 25 million, 30 million, um, everyone would have been going, Oh, why weren't my team buying it? That's great business. Like he's done well at Madrid, he's he's done this, he's done that. And it's just it's just the way where where fans are, where football is at the moment. I just want you know, I, I want Arsenal to continue along this path um, in terms of transfers because I think that whether Arteta is here or not, I think that the team is being filled with players who for two or three or four or five seasons can make a very good core and allow Arteta or another manager to add them final pieces, them big names, them them um, marquee signings um, and make us a, a team that challenges again. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I say I don't see anything. I don't see anything wrong with what we've been doing. Um, I still think a right back is needed. I know we've got we've got to shift a few um, first. I still think the right back is uh, the priority over what we've still got to come in. Mm. Um, I still I still think we need to. I, I'll be I'll be very I'll be very disappointed. I'll be very disappointed if if this signals the end of our. Our business, this Ramsdale and Erdogan. I don't think it can't. It can't, mate. It can't but, be. I mean, but, it... but at the, sorry, sorry to cut you off. Go but on, at the same on. time, I wrote a list yesterday, yeah, of players that absolutely we need to get out of the club. And I think that a lot of our further transfer business will be dependent on the players that Shifting we them. can get out of the club. So, Go me, so got. we've got Ainsley Maitland Niles. Inketia, Nelson, Kalasinac, Bellerin, Torreira, and and Willian, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if we can manage to sell Ainsley, Maitland, Niles, and Bellerin, I think we see a new right back. If we can sell one of them, we maybe see a new right back. Um, I look at Nelson and Willian, and I think if we can sell Nelson and Willian, or we can get Nelson on a new contract, send him out alone, and get rid of William somehow. I think that we see an, I think that we see a new a new winger and probably Ua, because I can't see how it's just gone quiet. But I can't. Mm. I also can't see how we sign these players if we've got four right backs at the club. We've got a number of wingers, and I can't see how we sign a striker when we've still got Eddie and Ketia, Lacazette, um, Abamyang. Still at the, and Balogun still at the club, so I think that if if I, I think um, the striker, I think the striker is is not the priority. No, I, I'm not. I'd love a new striker. Don't get me wrong. I just don't think it's the priority. I agree. I think for me, if I was going to look at those ones you've just mentioned, I think uh, Kalashnikov, Torreira, um, and Bellerin uh, strike me as the three to, that need to go first. I think Torreira, you're going to get 15 million at least. Um, and it sounds like there is interest from like people obviously in Italy and Spain to take take your money. I think the same with with Bellerin. Um, I think again, you, you know, you're getting sort of again, it might only be 15 million. Um, Kalishinek, let him go for five million and get him off the wage bill. If, in all honesty, I think that's the. I think then that money. I think you're still going for for um uh, uh, or, or however you say his name. I said keep saying Aura or whatever his name oh, is. I think it is. Oh, oh, yeah. Don't quote me on it though. Yeah, I, 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 I'd go in. I'd go in for him anyway um, mm. because he can play. He can still play out wide. He can still play obviously through the middle. I think mm. having Ainsley 
and Nelson there is good for the the homegrown quota, but also um, Ainsley can still play right. I'd rather have. Ainsley play right back if, in all honesty over over those players. I yeah. Because I look at I look at Chambers. Chambers is stiff and his passing is horrendous. Um, mm. So play out from the from the back. He's not once they break through. If people break through us, his recovery is not there. Um, I just don't think he's. I just don't think he's for for us. But if he's backup that can play utility across the back, fair enough. Um, and I, I, I then I still think as much as people might say it could be expensive, I don't think it will, will be that expensive, is go and get uh, Trippier. He wants to come back to the UK. So. Yeah, I'll, I'll be speaking to Aaron about Trippier. Um, my only issue with Trippier is, is that, that another 31-year-old. So it doesn't really it doesn't really suit what we're trying to do. So I, I love but, Trippier as a player and I love what he can deliver now. But once you sign Trippier, say, for instance, we get rid of we get rid of Bellerin and we get rid of... Uh, so we get rid of Bellerin and Ainsley Maitland-Niles and sign Trippier. We still have a right-back issue that needs addressing. So I only think you sort out the right-back for a year a year to two years. Um, and then here's you have my, an issue again thing, with... Though. Yeah. Here's my thing, though, Mo, on that. I agree. I agree. Do you see Norwich... Oh, Siri trying to get involved in a conversation. Do you see... Uh, Norwich staying in the Prem. It's my first, first part of this. Did you no. see in the Premier League? No, no. Possibly a small chance, but, but well, overall, no. Realistically, no, right? Is that, I'm, I'm going to goad you to, to answering that. But I think that get Trippier in, you have him a year or two. There's your Max Aarons. I think. Yeah, it, but, I think but my uh, question uh, is then, go and get Max yeah. Aarons now. Do you get what I mean? Go and get, go and get him now. His price is only going to increase. Do you get what does, I mean? it, does it though when it goes if they go into the championship? Mm-hmm. Okay, fair point. Fair point. That's what I was saying. If they go into the championship, does it? They'll probably be like, let's we'll take the extra money. We can, you know, we'll we'll, we'll build a bit more again to come to come back up. You know, they're happy to be a yo-yo side. Trippier is still great great experience for us. Um, the, you know what? Fake Southgate. It shows he can play on the left as well. Yeah. <laughs> so again, it, it, I think it's a good it's a good option for us. Um, do you do Bellerin, do Bellerin for Trippier swap? Yeah, why not? Why you not? do that. Yeah, yeah, I do that. I do that. Bellerin doesn't want to play, doesn't, doesn't want to be here and he hasn't been the same, you know, since, since his knee. He just hasn't been the same and he doesn't want to be here. In football, the other thing that strikes me with Bellerin and I can't, listen, I can't speak for him. I'm just looking at the outside. Football's not his priority. It's clear it's just a job to him. Like it's too, it's too obvious. Like the guy is too uh, switched on on other things outside of football, and that's not what you need with an Arsenal side the way where we are at the moment. Uh, in my in my opinion, um, so I think realistically you need to to look at that. I I, I say I would I would go I would go Trippier if, if we could. Um, he wants to come back. I think Atletico Atletico will probably need a bit of a bit of funds as well to do that. And if it meant that they can take Bellerin and take that wage off, great, he's gone. You know, if it reduces the price of bringing bringing him over, that's that'd be me. Yes, Max Aaron's is probably the, the long term investment. Who's to say we don't get Aaron's best mate, Matty Cash? You know, I, I, I'm just saying you look at look at players like that 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 could be uh, could be available. Great. Um, obviously, we talked about the, the Leon boy. We could do that, and I, I would send personally. I would send Reese Nelson and Enkete on loan 
but I would be looking at Premier League. We, mm. we, we've seen what, what, what happened with Willock. I think that's a good gamble to go and do that because I think because I don't think you're going to get the right funds for Nelson mm. personally. Both one year on their contract though, Nelson and Ketia. So you, you still have yeah. to convince them to to stay. I think that's more of a problem with um, but in Ketia because Chelsea, but this is what I said about Chelsea though, Mo. That they've yeah. gone and done that with that, you know, look, guys, we're going to sort you out. Sign this extra run year deal. You're covered. Yeah, we'll send you out on loan, and then you still you're still getting some value out of them. Yeah, I I, I just think Enketia will be a little bit more difficult because um, he his agent will know the situation with um, with Balogun and know what the what what you know what what the plan is for Balogun and therefore Enketia makes Enketia extending and and going out alone a bit more difficult. Um, but Nelson, I totally agree. Extend his contract. Won't have to pay him that much more. Um, send him on loan, maybe one uh, one or two seasons Premier League loan, and he's there on the back burner. I think that's that's a good move for for Nelson. Um, and Ketia, I believe there's a market for him in the Premier League, especially um, young English, scored Premier League goals. Um, even if he's going into a team like your Brighton or your Palace as a as another number, a second or a third striker, um, I think that's good money for them at you know ten fifteen million, which I think you could get him out of there for. Mm. Um, so, but yeah, but but this the 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 amount that we've 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 discussed just just shows you how difficult it is for Edu and Arteta at the moment because it's like it's all good us saying right, get rid of this guy and get rid of that guy. But if there's no player, if there's no team that wants no, to buy these player, mm. what what do you do? Do you sign a fifth right back? Do mm. you sign a do you sign a, a a fourth or fifth striker? Now you've got five strikers on the training ground, five right backs. We're back in the situation we had last season. Who's your um let's say obviously Erdegaard and Ramsdale are in. What's your what's your starting eleven if everyone's fit? Um it's difficult because if he wants to continue to play this high pressing game, he's gonna have to he needs a right back. He ain't gonna be able to do it without without a right back. And... So based on what we got now though, I'm just saying, just in case that what what have you got? Might be difficult, but uh, in an, I'll, I'd honestly play. Uh, it would have to be Leno in goal. I'd play. Um, I'd play Ainsley Maitland Niles right back. I still think he's our yeah. best option yeah. at right back, and he doesn't. He doesn't want to play there. It baffles me. He could. He could literally say, "I want to play there," and now that position as his own because he's good enough one-on-one defending. And fullbacks at Arsenal get so much of the ball. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll go Ainsley Maitland Niles. I'll go Gabriel White, Tierney. Um, yeah. I'll go Party, Xhaka, Saka, Smith Rowe, Erdegaard, um, and probably a Babayang. That's what I'd go with. Okay. That would be that would be my eleven. Yeah, it's it's interesting because I do I think Maitland Niles is the right back option right now. If you can't shift anyone and you can't get anyone, you're not gonna bring anyone in. he's the he's the option. Um but yeah, it's an it's an interesting one. It's just to see, like you say, you've got to get rid of these players before we do probably move any like bring anyone else in. Now I think that's what they'll come out and say as well, because um, the squad is big. The squad is big. If everyone's fit, that squad is big. Um, so they're going to need to. They're certainly going to need to to do something about that um, sharpish. But I just can't. This is where. I think they've got to start using the links with people like with people like uh, Vieira. 
I'm surprised that that's not already happened. Yeah. Um, you know, to, to shift a couple of these players, um, I guess, again, if they're interested to, to go to Palace, but still going to be regular Premier League football. But yeah, I mean, obviously we've, we've discussed quite a bit of, about Arsenal and obviously their, their woes. I think um, our message is people need to stop talking, stop talking about Martinez. He's not an Arsenal player anymore. Um, let me remind you again, for anyone that keeps using this same crappy agenda as well on the, the usual big outlets, why did we not keep Martinez? He wanted to be the number one goalkeeper. At the time, Leno wasn't anywhere near the form he's in now. He was actually in good form. So why would you have done that? I think people got to realise that he was demanding the number one spot, having played, what, eight good games. You can't do that. Let's just park that in the back of your heads for a minute, guys. He does not play for Arsenal anymore. Stop jumping up and down. If you're that, if you're that bothered and irate about it, buy a Villa shirt. <laughs> that's my message to that's my message to you, um, to you, 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 you contingent of the fans. Anyone that keeps banging on about the transfers at Arsenal, any chance of you just getting behind the team and see if it works? Like, mate, that's, mate, that's the that's the biggest mate, thing right now. Mate, People are making making decisions and observations before someone's even kicked a ball. Mate, like it's, it's shocking. It's shocking. I can't, like Arsenal fans live to have a go at Spurs fans. That's that's where they get their most joy. I refuse to believe that they bloody support Arsenal the way that the way that some people go on at, at certain things. I just think just for a second, just just support the team. See how that goes. Um and then and then go from there. Do you know what I mean? Because you're you're right. And you know, people say, oh, we discuss, you know, we discuss a little bit too much Arsenal. But I mean at the moment, Arsenal and Arsenal's the team in in the most in the most disarray in the most disarray in the, in the Premier League, you know, you look around and you see, you know, apart from Spurs down the road, you see um, settled settled teams, you know, and it just seems that there's just so much still to do, so much still going on um, at Arsenal, you know. Mm, it's true, mate. It's true. It's... But yeah, I don't want to get too too on the sort of turn into that Arsenal fan TV where it's just screaming and shouting. But goddamn, like people have got to fix up a little bit, get behind your team. Um, I'm, I'm going to try my best to get to a few few games this year when they're, they're not in around my my own football because I think it's time just to go and support support the team. I think mm-hmm. it's, they need that right now. The players can feel it. I, I wish they just all block their. Uh, Cancel all their social media, to be honest, so they didn't see some of the some of the nonsense that that comes out. But uh, yeah, time for everyone just to get behind their teams. That's not just Arsenal; that's for everyone. I mean, I know there's frustrations over at Newcastle as well, but you know what? Just back your players. They're mm. the ones that are on the pitch. Back your players. See what they can get out of it. Um, the rest will the rest will follow. You know, it'll fall it, it will fall into to play uh, into place at some at some point. I'm sure. Um, but yeah, some t- some tough fixtures coming up though this, this weekend. Mm, some some big fixtures, but I mean, man, like man, I just want to talk a little bit about Manchester United, who've gone a little bit under the radar with their um, their transfer business and also their start to the season. Looks like you know Pogba started the season on fire. Um, ben, uh, Bruno Fernandez um, is proving you a little bit wrong over there um mm. uh, <laughs> with yeah. a with his with his goal scoring start as well um, and. They're another. They're another team who I think are very close, very close to being a, a very, very strong team um, in terms of one or two players away. The business this season so far 
Um, I don't know if they're going to add anything more, but their business so far this season has been pretty faultless. But again, with Manchester United as well, I imagine they have the same sort of problems as um, as Arsenal in terms of they've got players on their books who they simply have to shift because it's not workable. Um, you know, Phil Jones still knocking about, not giving his number away to Varane and you got Lingard still floating about there. But there's money Manchester United can make there. So I still think that there's room for a potential of another sign in there. Would you take Lingard at Arsenal? Just quickly on that one. No. No. Just start checking. <laughs> just I'll, I'll ask a question. I've had a floating that idea about Arsenal. Oh, no. Put that to Mo. See what no. he's saying. No, no, no. Not Lingard at Arsenal. I, 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 like I said, I like the way we're going with the with the profile, the age profile of players. It stands, stands us in good stead regardless of who our manager is going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we stick to that. Stick to the plan. Stick to the plan yeah. and, 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 and keep going with that. Yeah. No, fair, no, fair. Just thought I'd ask that. But I'm, I'm glad you uh, took your time to answer it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, quick quick score prediction for Arsenal-Chelsea. Um, I think it'll probably be tighter than we think. Um, based on, you know, based on obviously, if you go by the first game, it's an easy win for Chelsea, but I mean, we we normally turn up against Chelsea and give them a good game. Um, I think uh, with it being at the Emirates, it could be maybe one-one. Um, but I mean, Chelsea are a good side; they're a good side, so it's it's going to be a difficult game. If I was Arteta, I'd, I'd flip the script and I'd go back to three-five-two and solid uh, firm it up and get to the um, get to the end of the transfer window and the international break. Get your players back. Um, and get a few points on the board, you know. Man City and Chelsea is not going to be easy. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I, I think I see. Actually, I'm not saying we're going to win the game. I, I just don't think we. I don't think we lose. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. I, I think we there'll be some bounce back from from the boys this this week. I think Arteta will will do what he needs to do. I think that any, everyone that turns up to that stadium needs to get behind behind the team properly and bring you know bring the right energy. We've seen what that obviously does to, to the players. Um, they can feel it. We saw that with, with Brentford, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, I'm obviously looking forward to it. I think um, I'm looking forward to um, having a full quote. Hopefully, Aaron will be back for when it comes to the close of the transfer window because um, I'm sure he's going to have some fiery comments. I've seen uh, he says he's... he's, he's his fingers are crossed and I think he's doing every prayer he could think of to make sure we bring in at least two more. Um, but as we discussed, I think uh, some more outgoings. I think there'll be a few surprises of outgoings from other clubs as well. Um, I think there'll be a few few merry-go-rounds as the last pieces come through. I think we would probably seen a bit more if um, if Harry Kane had gone earlier because we there would be some yeah. more plenty but, of money floating around on the market. But I still, I still think there's... I, I still think... The, the good thing about the window closing after the season starts, especially in the Premier League, is that teams can look at their squad and say, we ain't going to have enough. And the minute that the minute that there's one transfer, it trickles on, you know, it trickles on to two and three. Someone takes someone from somewhere else and et cetera, et cetera. So I, I, I honestly think these last two weeks of the window or last 10 days are going to be very busy within the Premier League, you know, with mm. teams finding out that they might not have enough in certain areas. Okay. And whether it's loans or uh, whether it's um, people waiting for the bargains, if, you know, if, if the top echelons of the Premier League are being able to spend, still spend the hundreds and two hundreds of millions that, that they're going to spend, there's money there. 
even for yeah. the likes of your Brentford, for the likes of your Crystal Palace, Southampton, um, even your Villas, you know, Brighton. These 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 teams have all received transfer fees, you know, and there's money to be spent. So I think there's a lot of there's going to be a lot of activity, um, if not on the permanent front, certainly on the on the loan front uh, to come. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. So yeah, I, I see, I see that, see that all coming about again. As I said, I see it'd be interesting to see obviously what played out with with Kane, obviously Lewandowski as we've we, we mentioned as well. But uh, yeah, um, keep your thoughts coming in, guys, because I've seen a few few tweets <laughs> coming in and out. I've, again, I, I seem to be on the blunt of a few a bits of stick, but then it comes to fruition. So um, and then everyone goes missing again. I've seen that with you, Mo, when you put your your little chats out, people come at you and then again it comes true and <laughs> the same people disappear. So um yeah, don't don't go hiding. Um if you're wrong, you're wrong. Um just come just come out swinging if you fancy it. But uh yeah, it's been been a good good week, should we say, in terms of the fact that football is, is back. Full crowds again. It's actually worth watching um sort of the games is a bit 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 more of an atmosphere rather than that fake uh, EA FIFA crowd. That kills me. It's about a week late when the the ball ball goes wide of the uh, wide of the goal, it hits the side netting, and it cheers. I'm glad that that we don't have to put up with that anymore. But uh, Mo, any any closing statements? Any things that we should work look well look out for for this week before we sign off? Um, look for my team leads to bounce back uh, <laughs> from the <laughs> opening day um, opening day uh, loss. Um, no, but I just think I think this 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 week. Is going to be. I think this the next ten days is going to be more about the transfers um, and the business that clubs can do rather than performances on the pitch. And it it just so it just so um, so happens that during this period we've got uh, Chelsea and Manchester mm. Manchester City. But um, yeah, man. I mean, I think it's going to be enough good another good weekend. I'm looking at the fixtures here, and I I just look at. Liverpool at home to Burnley, City at home to uh, uh, Norwich. I'm just seeing three points written all over Southampton at Manchester United, uh, Manchester United at Southampton. Sorry, I'm just seeing three points, and those 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 teams at the top already starting to insert their dominance and move away slightly. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's interesting. It'll be an interesting weekend for football. I'm looking forward to it again. Uh, yeah, no, it'll be a, yeah. Hopefully, it'll be a bit of a, a nicer conversation we'll be having next week about Arsenal. But let's let's see, and uh, yeah, and the rest of the teams. Obviously, good good luck for the weekend. Um, but that's been another episode of playing out from the back. Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.